welcome to the Manifesting Doll podcast. I'm Barbara Orban from No Diet Babe. I'm a spiritual mindset coach and weight loss expert. If you are a spiritual babe wanting to up-level your life around your body, health, wellness, spirituality, law of attraction and manifestation, then this is the podcast for you. I'm here to give you the tools, teachings, and strategies to manifest the body and life of your dreams. As spiritual babes, we know to focus on love as opposed to fear. So get ready to learn how to implement spiritual teachings to weight loss, wellness, and your daily life coming from a place of love and abundance. This is a celebration of how we can shift our inner perception of ourselves and watch our outer selves shift. You can become the best version of yourself and I'm here to help. So let's get started. Hey babes, welcome to the Manifesting Doll podcast. I'm Barbara Orban from NoDietBabe.com and welcome. It's been a while since I've done a live video, but here we are. Um, and today, you guys, I want to talk about a few different things like dieting without the dieting mentality and also calorie deficits and what it means. Is it real? Is it required? Etc. Etc. So I'm going to cover that today. So just by the way, as a reminder, um, if you're watching any of my live videos, just keep in mind like um, you can actually tune into the podcast um, where there's lots of episodes, um, the Manifesting Doll podcast to tune into any of the episodes that you've missed out via like watching live videos. Just keep that in mind <laughs> um, because I'm not going live as frequently, obviously, than compared to how often I go on the podcast. So um, lots and lots of good content on the podcast. And those of you listening on the podcast know this because there's lots of other episodes. Um, so basically, um, what I want to talk about is like, is is the whole calorie thing required? Is it required? And I mean, sure, in, in short, right, you don't have to, of course, you don't have to count calories to lose weight. Like it's ridiculous to think that you do. You don't. Like there's loads of people out there who lose weight and don't count calories. I've lost weight without counting calories. I've also lost weight with counting calories. It's not about counting calories. But at the same time, I used to be so confused when I would just be like, oh, to lose weight, you just have to eat healthy. Or like, what's the what's the diet that's going to make me lose weight, right? And I used to get so confused by this because I feel like there's so much conflicting information out there. And I remember when I was struggling, I used to get really confused. And I don't know, like for you guys, like do you get confused? Is it confusing? Like what do you get confused about? Because I remember for me, I mean, now I have a deeper level of understanding of weight loss, but back then I was really confused and there was so much information out there. And I remember just having like information overload. Like basically I just, in terms of like the rules, like you can't eat sugar, you can't eat carbs, like you have to eat healthy. You can't eat um, after like carbs after 8 p.m. You have to have a meal like post-workout. You have to have lots of protein. Like 
all of these rules used to do my head in. And so basically, it's like, what kind of confuses you? I mean, let me know. Because it's, to me, I think it was, it was this thing of like, yes, if I eat healthy, I can lose weight for sure. And now I know it's because when you're eating lots and lots of like healthy foods, like when we talk about healthy foods, generally we're talking about eating lots of vegetables and vegetables are not very calorie dense. So you can eat like a bag of spinach is basically like nothing, right? So you can get lots of nutrients from vegetables with very little energy, right? And energy meaning like calories, right? But the thing is, calories seems to be like such a dirty word. And I think it's not the calories that's the problem. It's the dieting um, mindset and obsession behind it. Because in actual fact, like food is energy and that's not a bad thing. Food being energy doesn't mean that we have to deprive ourselves, but on the flip side, we have to respect that food is energy. And what I mean by that is food is energy and it needs to be respected because when we over, like we overindulge, we're overexerting our system and it's not healthy either. So if you're overindulging, Um, because you're eating beyond your energy requirements to excess, which by the way is really hard when you're really tapped in and connected to your true um, hunger and you're in alignment and you're manifesting what you want around food and weight and you're not emotionally eating, it's actually really hard to overeat. But it's also like requires effort to kind of stay there, to kind of tap into that if you disconnect What is what I mean. So basically like food is energy and that energy does need to be respected in a way, but it's not that hard because if you listen to your body and if you like that, if you do eat majority of healthy foods, it is hard to, to, harder, it is harder to overeat. Mind you, there was a time when I was on paleo and I started gaining weight. And there's been plenty of times where I ate um, according to what uh, my naturopath prescribed and there was nothing wrong with what they prescribed. It was more that the portions I was having were too big and I started gaining weight, even though I went there for weight loss. (laughs) So I went to see the naturopath to help with my weight fluctuations and my acne and my gut issues. And um, it wasn't like the, there was nothing wrong with what they prescribed. It was just more that I was eating really large portions. And even though I was eating healthy food, I was eating too much and I started gaining weight and I just felt really, really lost and really, really frustrated. And it felt like, it felt like the world was out to get get me. Like it felt like weight loss was really hard and it felt like, it felt like um, my body had something wrong with it. It felt like everybody else like could lose weight or like I just wasn't special enough or like I just didn't have enough willpower or something was missing or like I started thinking it's my hormones. I started like thinking it's because of my acne and it's because um, my hormones are out of balance. That's why I have acne and, and my gut issues and all of this and that. And I was like frustrated. I was really frustrated. And looking back now, it's like, well, 
I was just simply eating too much. Like I really was because I was using food to cope. And looking back now, like at that, I wish I wish I would have known or I wish I would have heard or seen more and taken it more seriously. The fact that food, like the, the energy needs to be respected of food. And it isn't just like it's a fine... It's, it's a combination of different things. So what I was trying to explain to a client the other day, because what is a calorie deficit? Calorie deficit doesn't equal low necessarily low calories. So I think that when we talk about calories or calorie counting, it's like 1,200 calories and that you, you need to be low calorie, right? But a calorie deficit, what that means. So here's how I want to describe it. 2,000 calories at one point in my life could be a deficit, right? Now, in another point in my life, 2,000 calories could be a surplus and I might gain weight on 2,000 calories versus there's been times in my life where it's been weight uh, weight loss. So then how do you know? Like that I wonder if I'm confusing you now because I'm just like the same number in this, even in the same person, especially different people, but even in the same person at one point in their life could be a deficit and in another point in their life could cause them to gain. And what it depends on most of all is like uh, lots of different factors. So like, obviously like I'm not even going to like go into it, but it's like activity levels or like age and um, body composition and stuff like that. But all like one of the, the biggest things that I think it's like that I didn't understand is like whatever your body has adapted to at that time and whatever your body has adapted to at that time is your metabolism. And what I mean by that is basically when you go on a diet, you will hit plateau eventually. Like you will eventually hit a plateau, right? And so that's because your body is adapting to the calorie deficit, right? So then it just depends. So can you see how a deficit, like if your body has adapted to that diet, then you have to create a new deficit, which can make you feel really deprived and create that idea that you have to eat perfect and a lot of clients have come to me saying like oh my god like I have to eat so perfect in order to lose weight and then like I have to get stricter and stricter and stricter and that's not the case it's just that what you don't realize is that instead of continuing to restrict you probably have to realize you're in a plateau and stop trying to um go in more of a deficit because the more you're restricting what you're actually trying to do is go in more of a deficit right whereas what you need to do is go oh cool like my body's adapted to this right now and going any lower isn't really good for me um let me go higher a bit and then like get my metabolism back like refeed kind of thing and then I can go in a deficit again right that's how I did it myself that's how my body responds really really well like that and I know lots of other people do that too so basically like yeah I kind of wish I knew that I, I I wish I understood that um that it's 
it's better to understand that than just feel super confused and be like, oh my God, like healthy eating is so confusing because sometimes I gain weight and sometimes I lose. That's how I felt. I was like, I don't understand. And then a lot of the time, like I'd walk around just feeling really hungry because I just wasn't eating enough for my body and I'd be lifting weights. And what I really needed was like more food, like more energy dense food because the vegetables just didn't cut it. Like eating, like it's actually hard if you're eating just vegetables and meat just to fully fill your nutrient requirements, like energy requirements. Like, I mean, even if you're having fat, like I know people on keto are big on the fat, but even then, like it's, it's really difficult unless you're following a meal plan that kind of has portion sizes mapped out for you. But even then, these meal plans, in order to cater to a bigger a bigger audience, right? So when you buy a meal plan and it's catering to a big audience, it's going to be a cookie cut plan. And then like, for example, I think I've said this before, but like, like some of the most popular meal plans out there that don't, that don't advocate counting calories are still calorie controlled, right? They're still going to be in a calorie range because any person, any nutritionist who's devised that plan, that meal plan has calculated it for you, right? And then so you don't have to think about it, which is the handy part because for a lot of people, the word calories or counting calories or anything to do with it triggers anxiety, triggers deprivation. And so no, it's not ideal. It's really not. But putting that aside for a moment, the thing that I want people to understand is that these meal plans are going to be calorie controlled. Like the nutritionist or the person that's put it together will have to have looked into what the energy, um, like the energy of the whole day is like calculated it up, looked at the macros and all of that. They would look at the, of course, they're going to look at the macros. Of course, they're going to look at the calories because in order to lose weight, people have to be in a calorie deficit. But my concern is, is that people are going on these cookie cutter meal plans that are anywhere between like, who knows, like 1200 calories, some are 1500 calories. Goodness sake, like I've had clients be on 1800 calorie meal plans. I mean, sorry, 800 calorie meal plans. And then the risk there is that for me, going on like one of the really most popular like meal plans that was like 1600 calories might be suitable for me now. Like 1600 calories isn't a big deficit for me now. It's it's a nice it's a nice small deficit. But me 30 pounds ago, it's way too low. I lost a decent amount of weight hovering between 1800 and 2000 sometimes I would even go up to two like 2200 for refeeding and stuff like that and it's just like these cookie cut programs used to make me feel so hungry and now I know why it's because I could have eaten up to like 
500 or more calories per day, which is pretty like significant in terms of whether or not you're going to be hungry or you're going to somewhat feel like that, that the diet is doable. Like, and I would just, I would feel helpless and hopeless because I'd be like, why did, why do these people get before and afters? And they're like, before and afters are amazing. And here I am like a, a freaking flop like I can't even stick to the diet and I would what it would do instead of thinking that there was something wrong with the diet I would think that there's something wrong with me and I would think that there was something inherently wrong with my ability to lose weight that that's for some unknown magical reason like science didn't apply to me like weight loss just couldn't happen for me (laughs) like and I'm not the only person that's like this like I've got a lot of clients and have had a lot of clients in the past who just really that that's their perception of themselves is like that there's some unknown reason why they can't lose weight and it's like it's like no it's not like that it's not like that and then these meal plans because they can't stick to them or like back then I couldn't stick to it and then it would just reinforce this belief that I couldn't control myself around food it was reinforce this belief that I wasn't trusting I couldn't trust myself around food and a lot of other limiting beliefs it just kept on reinforcing them and so there's nothing wrong with cookie cut meal plans they're still serving people, like they're still helping people. They're still a requirement. But I just also think it's a requirement to know and not beat yourself up if you can't stick to it because some of them, because of the cookie cutter nature, they're not made to adapt to your energy requirements. And maybe you're like me and your energy requirements are so different to what that cookie cutter meal plan is offering you, okay? So that's the thing like to understand here because it isn't just about thinking that calories means or calorie deficits mean that I need to eat less because I've had a client who's worked with me um, and like she's been on 800 calorie diets before And now we've got her eating like 2,300 at the moment and she's losing on that. And so this particular client is like like really has a lot of limiting beliefs around weight loss that have built up over time because of all the restrictive meal plans, right? So it's just, it's, it's 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 a balance of everything, you know what I mean? And it's understanding that calories can trigger things in people. Counting calories, even just the talk of calories, it can elicit a negative response. It really can. And it can drive up the appetite. But it's actually good to dig deeper into that. It's actually good to dig deeper into the triggers and understand why this is happening. Like why there's um, why there's so much deprivation going on, right? Because it's kind of like scarcity around money as well. It's like if you have scarcity around money and you're avoiding looking at your money, 
it's fine for a little while. Like you can kind of go and you can still, um, you can still manifest money and whatever. But at some point, you want to face it and face the the scarcity that it brings up because that's what it's about. It's about the scarcity that it triggers, right? That doesn't mean though that if I'm tracking and all of a sudden it makes me feel scarcity or it makes me binge eat that I'm going to push myself to keep doing it. Like that's not what I do either. Um, sometimes I have to stop tracking. If, if it's driving me insane or if it's putting me in this mentality of like focusing on food too much or like I'm freaking out, it's causing me anxiety, it's it's triggering me to want to eat more, etc., etc. Like there's certain times in life where it's like, don't do it. Don't do it, right? But on the flip side, there's certain times in life and when you're in this good mental space and you've worked on your relationship to food and you've worked on different triggers and you've worked on emotional eating and now it's like, cool, so um, what does eating consistently look like? Am like am I trying to put myself in a too big of a calorie deficit and that's why I struggle? Am I just not putting myself in enough of a calorie deficit and that's why I'm frustrated and not getting results? So it can help or hinder in so many different aspects and it's about understanding that and knowing that it's just a tool And it's just a tool that isn't necessarily required, but sometimes you want to use it, right? So it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's how you use it. Not, it's like that kind of a saying, like you can use a knife to cut food and prepare an amazing dinner, or you can really hurt someone with a knife. Like it's not the knife itself. It's not tracking itself or calorie counting in itself. That's the problem. But it's the manner in which it's done done, and the emotion around it, right? Because for me, it was a huge lifesaver. And for a lot of my clients, it's really helped them. And like, so talking about the academy, for example, uh, which by the way, is three days left to get until the doors close and you get 50% off. So people who have taken the academy, I've had people tell me, wow, you changed my life because you showed me that I was under eating when I, whenever I was trying to lose weight. And no wonder I felt like it was so hard. No wonder I felt so deprived. No one wonder like I had this limiting belief around struggling to lose weight. And it's like, no, you were just really under eating And then on the flip side, you would adapt to that and then overeat and then gain weight easily. So it's not your metabolism, like your metabolism isn't this like static still thing. It's something that's constantly changing and adapting to um, how you eat and what you're doing and your body composition and a whole lot of other things. So yeah, it's just really, I think like, I think that's one of the most scariest yet amazing things is telling you guys about calories because on the one hand when I see people doing it wrong I know that it's making things worse but when I see people doing it right and it can help them like it could be the missing piece 
that will change your whole life forever. Like, and actually change your relationship to food too, because you suddenly aren't so afraid to eat. Like I just, even though I had to be in a deficit and there was times where I was like, cool. Oh, wow. Okay. I can see how I used to eat too much of this particular food. Um, that, you know, stuff like Nutella and stuff like that. I'd be like, wow, I can really see why you need to portion control chocolate and Nutella if you don't want to sabotage weight loss. But then on the flip side, I was like, but I can still have it. I just have to portion control it. And that changed my life because like at that time, I felt like years of dieting trauma. Like I felt so freaking deprived because if there was chocolate around, it was like, no, I can't have it. 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 And then I'd binge on it. And that that like relationship with the chocolate was just so, so screwed up, right? So I really hope like that can help you because it really changed my life. And I know that it's changed the life of a lot of my clients. But like I said, you have to you have to know like how to do it, right? You have to know how to do it. And there's a mindset behind it, which is also like in the academy, I'm adding a bonus training to help with that, right? Because the academy has sections like videos about calorie deficit deficits. Um, it's got calorie deficit trainings. It's got like how to track on my fitness pal, all of that. It's got all of that. In addition to the mindset stuff, of course, like letting go of the dieting mentality, overcoming emotional eating. It's got a little bit of everything. So compared to emerge, like emerge is more in depth with manifestation, but lacks some of the psychology stuff and also the um, practical steps and strategies of being in a deficit. So it really just depends what you're after. Um, so yeah, and if, you, if you're wanting like introduction into law of attraction, um, psychology and getting over the dieting mindset, you want to understand the deficit stuff in more depth, then the academy is perfect for you. Academy is a great place to start also if you're new to if you're new to my type of work and you've never done any of my courses like then emerge is probably not ideal to jump into first um, because it's much more in depth like it's much more like advanced is the word I'm looking for it's an advanced course all right so academy is still very very comprehensive like it's super comprehensive um like it's much more comprehensive than the three-day manifest weight loss course um which also touches on different things again like all three courses like touch on different things but it's just the different angles and it's just different um speaking to different people as well at different levels so emerge I'm really speaking more advanced stuff like you have to understand manifestation principles you have you have to like understand law of attraction in quite quite in depth you can't be a beginner to law of attraction and manifestation because you'll just feel lost 
Um, and then in comparison, like ma- the three-day manifest weight loss course can be taken by, um, I've had manifestation babe, like Catherine Zinkina take that course and love it. You know, like you can be a manifestation expert and still benefit from that. And you can be a manifestation beginner and still benefit from that, right? And then the academy is like everything. It's like law of attraction, psychology, and the science of weight loss, like the calorie deficit stuff, right? And like the plateau, why people plateau, why people have slow metabolism, fixing that and et cetera, et cetera. So it's got a little bit of everything, right? And it's a great introduction into this work and you'll get so much out of it because I've just had so many people change their entire life like as a result of doing the academy and not only lose weight, like it isn't just about the weight loss, but just the freedom with food and this change of perception and the ability to heal a metabolism that's been damaged by chronic dieting or the ability to just not stress and have anxiety constantly around food and a lot of people after just doing module one they tell me how they just feel instantly better right they just feel instantly better so basically yeah that's all about the academy (laughs) but basically like I, I hope today was helpful like if you're just feeling really confused around weight loss because I know that There's so much information out there and I just remember feeling like confused and who do I believe and like do calories really count or not? Like there's so many people out there who tell you that calories is bullshit and this and that and it's like, cool, that's fine. Like you don't want to think about calories if it – like you want calories – when you don't think about calories – it can create this idea of abundance around food because you're like, cool, eating healthy means I get to eat however much I want and that creates abundance which can support a healthy relationship to food. Abundance is really good for a healthy relationship to food, right? So I think that that's, I think that that's the important part to remember. But at the same time, It's like, but there's a lot of people out there who do eat healthy and they're still struggling to lose weight or they're still not understanding what, why that's all happening. And then they're making it about themselves and then it reinforces lots of negative beliefs, lots of negative self-talk as well. And then on the flip side, if they get worried because they're like, oh shit, like I didn't stick to my meal plan and now I've cheated, I may as well just keep eating. They don't realize that probably them cheating didn't make a big deal, but them continuing to eat because of their belief that they're failed just does more damage to to things. And with that all or nothing mentality, like the meal plan is magic and then if I stray from the meal plan, I've failed and then I may as well start the magic again tomorrow because today doesn't count. And that's just, it's it's just why you fluctuate and why you have such a hard relationship with food, okay? So this is why even though 
this information can be taken in so many different ways and it can like like I said it can cause it can trigger people right it used to trigger me (laughs) right whenever people spoke about calories and deficits it triggered me it made me want to want to eat more but I did the work behind that and I'm so grateful that I did that and I'm so grateful that I think that you owe it to yourself to understand this stuff you don't have to become an expert but food is something that's a part of your life every single day and I think that every single person owes it to themselves to understand this stuff right so anyway I hope that today was helpful because I really just you know, I had to talk about calories a little bit more and because I cover that in the academy um, and the academy goes deeper on that and can help you. And like I said, there's bonuses added to the academy. So I'm adding some bonuses. I'm doing a uh, a training on dieting without the dieting mentality in more depth and also I have a video of the exact calories that I consumed while I was tracking. So this is from like four years ago, I think. I have like so many, like you can go through it and like get an idea of what I was doing. Um, So that's part of the, the bonuses now. So you have three more days, three days left to join it's 50% off. It's a freaking bargain. It's going to change your life. Like get on it. Like even if you can't do it right away, because it's, it's not a live course. It's pre-recorded, you guys. So it's not live. Um, it's not, it's like not something where I'm going to be, be able, I'm going to be able to hold your hand or like it's, it's, it's a self-study course, you guys. Okay. So it's not supported or anything like that. It's a self-study course. And you can go at your own pace. You have you have the rest of your life to like come back to these trainings. And I know that the the work is so useful. You can come back to it again and again and benefit from it each time. So it's a great course to have and keep. And um, even if you can't do it right, right away, you're better off having it now at this price because you can revisit it later when you have time because it's available to you lifetime access and also it's all self-study so self-paced you can do it at your own pace okay so no need to feel pressure of a live course or anything like that it's at your own pace Um, it's pre-recorded okay anyway you guys um i hope you're having a lovely day wherever you are thank you so much for tuning in today i love you guys and i will see you later bye thank you so much for tuning in today if you loved this episode i'd love for you to leave me an itunes review don't forget to follow this podcast for more uplifting teachings to come For more tips, inspiration and teachings, come follow me on Instagram at NoDietBabe or check out my website, NoDietBabe.com. Until I see you next time, babes, lots of love.